Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. And I will be hosting this next hour of the program. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, and, and I am here ready to answer your questions and to take your prayer request, you just heard the number to call is 303-690-3000 for you to be on the air. And there's a, another means for you to be able to ask questions and to uh, ask for prayer. And that is a dedicated text line. That is 720-336-0897. And you can text that in. And as time permits, we'll go to the text questions and prayer requests during the broadcast. I'll be repeating those numbers throughout the hour, and so I would encourage you to grab one of those open lines. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. Maybe you got a question about your Bible uh, reading has brought up. Maybe you got a question about Christian living. Uh, We're going to go to the Word of God, and it's such a privilege to be able to do that on this program, uh, to get clarity and understanding, to be edified, comforted, um, and in, and just to to be in God's truth because God's word is truth. So three zero three six nine zero three thousand to be on the air. All of you listening live on Grace FM. This is is the Friday before Labor Day weekend, and uh, so lots of activity going on. Lots of people heading out to the mountains. Uh, this traditionally ends the summer season, and uh, so perhaps you got plans. Uh, maybe that you got uh, some uh, things that you got planned for the weekend, uh, but let's end the work week here uh, on a good note as we end August. We're going to be heading into September and as we head into a holiday weekend. So please give me a call at 303-690-3000 and at text line 720-336-0897. I also want to welcome all those listening on Hope FM and and Truth FM on the East Coast. You too can call it that number, or if you're listening online, um, anywhere in the country, and we have online listeners from all over, and uh, we uh, would love to just uh, just bless you this hour, talk with you about the things of the Lord, point you to the Word of God, and pray with you. Those of you listening on the East Coast on syndicated uh, stations of Hope and Truth FM, you are a week delayed. Uh, but give us a call. You can call it that number, and we can have a conversation. So I just want to uh, welcome everyone to today's program. Again, uh, we are heading into September. We're heading into a Labor Day weekend, Uh, so lots going on. It seems like everybody's pretty much back in school. Maybe you need prayer for uh, your child that's going to school. Uh, uh, Maybe you need prayer for uh, a season uh, that is uh, going to be changing as the fall starts, scheduling, uh, uh, schedules change, things like that. Um, and we want to pray with you. We want to encourage you in any way that we can. It reminds me because, as I said, it's traditionally the end of 
the, the summer season as we head to Labor Day weekend. And uh, we we will be heading into fall. We're supposed to have real warm weather here. But a couple of things that uh, I'd like to bring up, first of all, is that Paul, he talked about the different seasons that he was in. And when he was uh, in Acts chapter 20, speaking to the Ephesian elders, uh, he would say to them that, you know what manner of man I was uh, in all seasons, the new King James, in what manner of man I was that I always lived among you. And and Paul talks about how he served the Lord with humility and uh, kept nothing back that was helpful, but proclaimed the gospels. He went house to house and he continued to minister uh, in what God had called him to do. And so uh, he was one that was determined to finish his race with joy. And, and maybe you're in a different season spiritually. And I want to encourage you, and I want to uh, bring you to the Word of God, pray with you. And uh, even as we are changing seasons um, on the calendar, uh, maybe in your heart, uh, maybe you're in a time where it feels like spring, there's a lot of growth in life, but maybe you feel like you're in late fall and uh, where it's, uh, you're, you're feeling just kind of cool. And maybe winter, where it just seems cold or whatever, uh, we want to bless you and encourage you uh, to keep uh, close to the Lord, keep looking to Him um, in your life. Another thing I'd like to pray for as well is um, I'd like to pray. We got a hurricane that's headed towards Florida. It is a major hurricane. It's a Category Three. Could be a Category Four when it hits uh, Sunday night. Looks like that it's headed towards the Fort Lauderdale area, um, but that could change um, uh, as we get closer to Sunday. Uh, you probably know people, some of you that are listening today that are in that area. It's a heavy populated area, and so um, we want to pray for them in Florida. Uh, we got some a family here that I know, one family that goes to the church here, that they're visiting uh, their kids in Jacksonville. So uh, we've been in contact with them, told them that we'll pray for them. But it could be a Category 4 storm by the time it hits the coast of Florida, and that's a major storm. And so we want to be praying for them in Florida. We want to pray that uh, the Lord will spare life, and there's, there will be a lot of damage. But we're just going to lift it up to the Lord and uh, pray for those. Um, you know, uh, we were talking to those that we know in Jacksonville. They were saying even there, the water's gone. It's off the shelf. Uh, everything's being depleted. And so they're getting ready to hunker down, and people are deciding whether to evacuate or not. So let's go ahead and pray for that, and then let's um, look to the Lord for what he has for us. We do have open lines, and uh, we want to have you call in. And uh, let's uh, pray together. Let's go to God's Word together as you ask questions. All lines are open at this point. But, Father, we do pray for those who are in Florida. As this storm is headed towards them, a Category uh, 4 hurricane it could be that looks like it's going to make landfall late Sunday, early Monday morning. And so, Lord, we lift up those who are in the path of this storm. The whole state is going to be affected, but it, particularly those on the coastline when the storm comes ashore. Uh, we pray for safety. We pray that, um, that you would uh, uh, spare life. Um, that that everyone would, uh, even though they may have loss of property and damage their homes, and um, because the Category Four storm is a, a very serious storm, 
we just pray that first of all everyone would be safe um that you would give the this um you know national guard the the governor the authorities the first responders just wisdom in preparing for this uh that those who are evacuating would be able to get out in time uh lord as food is depleted as gasoline is depleted uh people are worrying uh, worrying right now about the storm that you would just be with them and that everyone would get to a place of safety. We pray even, Lord, that you would weaken the storm um, before it hits shore. And, Lord, that uh, you would just, um, Lord, with the flooding and everything else, that you would show yourself strong and uh, be with those people in Florida. Uh, And uh, we want to just lift them up to you, pray for your hand of mercy and grace to be upon them. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So be praying for the people of Florida as, you know, they have a weekend. You know, we got a beautiful weekend here in Colorado. We got warm temperatures. Um, we got uh, record, you know, heat, I guess, on Monday. It's supposed to be here along the front range up close to 100 and upper 90s, but they're dealing with a major storm. And uh, so we want to continue to pray for them. So, hey, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. This is Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs with you today um, before the holiday weekend. And so give me a call. love to talk to you about the things of the Lord and pray with you. Let's go to Marie in Greeley. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to Calvary Live. Awesome. Thank you. So I just have a prayer request. Um, So lately I've just been going a lot of things especially with my body um i just feel dizzy all the time and you know that makes me super nervous i have a a five-year-old and it it just it makes me scared or Mm -hmm. you know yeah i just yeah i mean i i grew up with my mom she was always sick and i remember seeing her in bed all the time yeah and yeah i just I honestly don't want that for him. Yeah, you want to be there for your five-year-old, for your son. And you you want to be strong enough to be able to minister to him. And so we're going to pray for you. And, you know, Peter, he writes in his epistle that we can cast our cares upon him, the Lord, because he does care for us. And he cares for you, Marie. He cares about your son. And so um, you did the right thing by calling in and asking for prayer. And for all of us that are listening right now, we're going to do that. We're going to lift you up to the Lord. And, and he's with you, and he loves you. And the other verse that I want to give to you before we go to prayer is hopefully um, that this will bring you um, some comfort. Uh, but Paul, when he was writing to the uh, Philippian believers, he's writing at a time that he's in prison. He's writing at a time that he doesn't know what's going to happen to him. He, he says, I don't know what's going to happen to me, whether I'm going to be around or not, because he doesn't know if the sentence is going to be given to him uh, to be put to death. And as he's there, he writes the book of Philippians. And the whole book is the theme is joy. And he writes something very important for all of us. That In chapter 4, he says, "...that be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus." And so I want to pass that along to you. And and I know that we become anxious and we become fearful, but we can give our request and our supplications with thanksgiving. 
And the Lord desires to give you that peace of God that passes understanding to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So, Father, I pray for Marie. I just pray that you would just give her that peace that she needs right now, a peace that passes understanding. She's got health problems. You know exactly what's going on. So we ask, um, as we give this request, this supplication, that, Lord, that you would bring healing to her, that you would help her to, to be healthy to where she can minister to her son, and, Lord, that you would strengthen her, that you would, Lord, just uh, your grace would be sufficient for her, and, Lord, bring healing. Um, Lord, bring comfort, bring strength to her. And I pray that... Um, that uh, not only the healing and, and touching her, um, if, she, uh, if she gets help, she goes to the doctor, that they would be able to, if you choose that way to heal, um, to find out what's going on, what's uh, taking place, that she would, um, you know, have that diagnosis and they would be able to treat her. But Lord, we just lift up the situation to you. And it's just pray for me. She, for Marie, she's, she's anxious. She's um, scared. And Lord, I just pray that you'd fill her heart with comfort, that she now cast her cares upon you because you do care for her and love her. So we just lift up this request to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mar- Mar- Marie will be praying for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. The number to call is 303-690-3000 to be on the air. All lines are open right now. Uh, That text line is 720-336-0897. Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you uh, have uh, somebody in your family that you need to pray for or somebody that you know is sick. Or I would like to pray for somebody. I just got a text right before we went on the air as somebody in a congregation that's in surgery right now and just not going well. So, Father, I do pray. I just pray for um, this individual. You know who they are, and it's been a long, hard day, and um, and things don't look real good right now. So I commit, uh, Daryl, to you, and I just pray that you would, Lord, touch him and be with the doctors and surgeons and the family right now. Bring them comfort. Lord, even as we talk, minister to them, and I just lift this all up to you, uh, to show yourself strong on his behalf. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have all open lines right now, 303-690-3000, here on Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs as we're heading into the holiday weekend. Um, I do want to let you know that I will be here on Sunday as we continue our study in 1 Timothy, and we'll be in chapter 2. It's a very important chapter. Uh, It talks about what our conduct should be uh, in the corporate worship, and uh, that we should give priority to prayer. We should be praying for all men, and uh, that's going to be a very important lesson that we're going to be looking at and instruction given to us uh, in chapter 2. And then after that, as we continue through the chapter, we're going to look at the role of men and women in the church, and I think that's very important as well uh, today uh, because there's a lot of talk about that, a lot of difficult things um, that, um, you know, can uh, come to churches because um, they're wondering uh, uh, how to uh, 
uh, run things, the conduct of the church. Uh, culture is uh, pressing in on the church, and we need to know what God's Word has to say and what God declares. So very important lessons. We have three morning services at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. We have children's ministry, nursery, middle schoolers that meet. Uh, love to meet you and your family. Uh, you can check out our website, calvarychapelgreeley.com, for directions and further information. And uh, we'll be here this weekend on Labor Day weekend. Uh, 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines, but let's go to Chris in Fort Collins. Hello. Hi, Chris. How are uh, you? Well, I've got uh, a prayer request, and also I've got a question. Okay. Why don't, why don't we start with the question, and then we'll go to the prayer request. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, I listened to an earlier broadcast that you had, and it was concerning the end times and um, the uh, seven seals and the rapture. And I was wondering when the rapture is to occur, before the opening of the seven seals or after that? Yeah, and that's a big question that a lot of people have. Um, and there's different thoughts, and, and just for the sake of our listeners, that there are some that believe that the rapture uh, will take place at the end of that seven-year period uh, that is called the tribulation period. Uh, that tribulation period that uh, is talked about uh, in chapters 6 through 19 of the book of Revelation. Uh, There's some that see the rapture, and there may be some listening, they may not know what the rapture is, because, you know, here's the thing, Chris, um, that rapture really isn't talked about in the church much at all, and um, less and less is being talked about. So the rapture is that time where the church is going to be taken out of uh, the world, that there's going to be a generation of Christians that Paul writes about in First Thessalonians chapter 4, that they will meet the Lord in the air, um, that um, they'll be caught up. Uh, that is the Latin word uh, rapturus, where we get the English word rapture, to meet the Lord in the air. So there's going to be a generation of Christians that are going to be taken uh, from the earth to meet the Lord in the air. And there are some that believe that the rapture will take place at the end of the tribulation period. There are some that believe that it will take place in the middle of the tribulation period. There are some that hold to what's called a pre-wrath tribulation, that is somewhere two-thirds through the tribulation period. Now, getting back to your questions, Chris, I believe that the rapture is going to take place before the tribulation period, before the seven seals are, are opened up. And the first seal that is opened up, you read about it in Revelation chapter 6, and that is the coming of this man on the scene who's going to be a world leader who's called the Antichrist. And that correlates with Daniel chapter 9 verse 27 that declares that uh, this last seven-year period right prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ, and again, when we talk about the return of the Lord, there's the second coming of Jesus Christ. We know when that's going to take place. That's going to take place at the end of that seven-year period, uh, also known as Daniel's 70th week. Uh, but then there's the rapture of the church, and I believe that uh, the church will be raptured out of and away from the hour of tribulation uh, that uh, Jesus promised the church of Philadelphia that will come upon the whole earth to test those who dwell on the earth. So I believe the church will be taken out before that seven-year period, the tribulation period, um, where God is pouring out his wrath in a Christ-rejected world, and 
um, where, you know, we see all these events taking place in chapter 6 through 18, and uh, chapter 19, we see the second coming. Then we get, come back with him. So the rapture is the Lord comes for his church. The second coming is that um, the Lord comes back with his church to establish his kingdom. Does that help? Yes, and if that is the scenario that it's a pre-trib rapture, will Mm -hmm. we see the Antichrist, or will it be before then? Another good question. Um, I don't believe that we're going to see the Antichrist, and I'll tell you why. First of all, the, the Bible never says, look for Antichrist. The Bible always says to be watching, to be waiting for Jesus Christ. But Paul, when he was writing about the rapture, he was writing about the day of the Lord, he was writing about the Antichrist, all in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, he says something very interesting. Uh, he says that, um, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. This is Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so, until he's taken out of the way, and then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. So what Paul is telling us is that there's a restraining factor um, that's going to keep the Antichrist from coming on the scene. And I believe, as he says, that he who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. I believe that it's speaking of the Holy Spirit indwelling the church. When the church is taken out of the way, then the Antichrist is going to be able to come on the scene. And, you know, as the church, we're a restraining factor from that happening right now. I believe that the church is restraining lawlessness from completely taking over the world, which is going to happen during the tribulation period, because we're a light. Uh, we are uh, ones that we pray, so we are a restraining factor. So I don't believe that we'll see the Antichrist. Uh, he won't be revealed until the church is, is raptured. And I think that Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 tells us that. Good explanation. Thank you. Yeah, so, and, and here's the thing, Chris, that, you know, we have the doctrine of imminent return all over the New Testament. Jesus says, watch, be the, you know, faithful and uh, wise servant that's looking for the master's return, because that it come at a time that you do not know. And and so he says, I can come when you're—he does say, I'm going to come when you're least expected. So that's in reference to the rapture of the church. We don't know the day or the hour, but um, he says that I come when you're least expected. You're to be watching. You're to be waiting. Occupy till I come. Now, the second coming, we do know when it's going to come. Uh, it's very much spelled out to us in Scripture. So um, when it comes to the return of the Lord, the rapture— can happen at any moment, and that's why we're told to be watching. So, good question, Chris. Thank you. Um, and then, could you, could you have you, a prayer request? Yes, yes. I've been having some gastrointestinal issues since the beginning of the year, and um, the doctors are trying to figure out what's going on. They're having me do a lot of testing, and nothing is really showing up. I've got some few things that they're trying to treat, um, but it's mostly still more testing, and um, 
I think it's causing a lot of not only physical issues to deal with, but I think it's affecting um, my emotional and mental. It seems sure. to be a connection between the gut and all of that. Yeah. And okay. I'm feeling kind of uh, restless and like I'm not performing a function like I should be. I'm like maybe in a holding pattern, and I'm doing a lot of praying and reading on the Bible, and uh, yeah. uh, I could just use prayer for that. I just feel Absol- like... Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and so, Father, I pray for Chris, and she has this gastrointestinal, you know, internal, um, intestinal um, issue that's going on. You know exactly what's going on, but, Lord, it's more than that. It begins to affect her mind. And and even as we've already prayed that Lord, um, that she would give her request, we do that right now in supplication with thanksgiving, and Lord, knowing that um, as we do, uh, casting our cares on you, we don't have to be anxious. And Lord, uh, naturally she's anxious. She she it begins to affect us and wear on us mentally, and and um, I just pray that you would just bring that comfort and peace, that you're with her, you love her. Lord, bring healing to her. Uh, just be with the doctors um, as they are treating her. And, Lord, I just pray that you would show yourself strong on her behalf. And, Lord, uh, physically, mentally, um, spiritually, Lord, in all dimensions. And so, Lord, I thank you for Chris and her questions and um, looking for your return. And, Lord, I just pray that you bring healing to her and comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We'll be we'll be praying, Chris. Thank you, and I want you to know I really appreciate all, not only the prayer, but also the explanation that you give to uh, these questions with your answers. Excellent. It is yeah. wonderful for the people listening as well as myself. Good, Chris. Absolutely. So, call us back. Let us know how you're doing. Okay, 303-690-3000. We got an open line, so grab that open line. Let me give you the text line. Again, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Stephen in Denver. Hi, Stephen. You're on Calvary Live. How how are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Um, Just uh, just wanted to call in. I've... uh, I've been doing a uh, social media detox for uh, a couple months now, and it's really uh, drew me close to the Lord and um, closer than I already was. And it's just, you know, um, with the help of you guys, I I listen to you guys all day, every day. Um, When I'm at work, I always try to tune in as as much as possible and listen to the sermons. And it's actually uh, just this past week, I've really been tapping into the Word and and uh, really a lot of the sermons that I've been hearing on, on the radio, and um, it's helped me a lot with my home life. Um, my daughter, she was di- she was uh, diagnosed before she was born with uh, spina bifida, and, um, you know, they told us to, ter- they advised us to terminate pregnancy, and um, just, you know, the outcome was going to be bad, and, you know, and I lost a daughter before, um, and, you know, that drew me close to the Lord. And with this uh, situation, my daughter's six now, 
Um, they told us, you know, that it was, she wasn't going to walk and just all these negative things. And I just drew mm-hmm. closer to the Lord. And, uh, you know, I just kept telling every time they'd say something negative, the devil is a lie. And, you know, yeah. my, my daughter, we, we served the Lord. And, and sure enough, um, she came out fine. Um, yes, she had spina bifida. It's, um, they did her surgery. Uh, she was in cast for a year and uh, she was in braces and uh, right. she's not Brace wheelchair counts. bound. She walks, she runs, she jumps, she plays. She definitely be, uh, you know, Praise overturned God. all Praise the God. odds. All, um, and she, she listens with me and she, uh, we go to school and Good. she says, dad, can I pray? I love listening to, you know, to the radio. And I love listening with you. And she just really Praise educated, God, you know, and I, I just God. wanted to call him. Thank you guys for that. You bet. Absolutely. Hey, we got the music. We're going to break. But hey, I thank you so much for sharing that, Stephen. And uh, God bless you. Have a great weekend. Keep listening to Calvary Live. We'll be right back for the second half of Calvary Live after a couple minutes here. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley and glad to be with you for the second half on this Friday before a holiday weekend and so glad for you who have called in. So uh, I would encourage you, we got a couple open lines and 303-690-3000. And I just want to say very quickly, I want to uh, thank Stephen before we went on the break. Just thank you, Stephen, for your encouragement and just your testimony that you gave and uh, just, you know, how uh, Grace FM has been a blessing to you. And uh, it is a blessing. Be sure to tell uh, people of Grace FM um, it, it's wonderful to be able to renew our minds with the Word of God, and that's what we're told from Scripture that we are to do, and to be able to travel in our cars, have it in our homes, maybe at the workplace if you're able to. Uh, Grace FM, teaching of the Word of God uh, 24-7 uh, during the week, music on Saturday. Uh, this radio station is a tremendous blessing, the best thing that's happened in radio, as far as I'm concerned, um, in Colorado uh, and I, I just so grateful to be a part of this program, Calvary Live, to have our radio program under the fig tree at 3.30 Monday through Fridays, uh, to just be able to, to partner with those at Grace FM. Be sure to support Grace FM if you're able to. And those of you who are listening on the East Coast, you support your local radio station, Grace or Truth FM. Uh, but those of you here that are blessed by uh, Grace FM, be sure to, to um, just um, give your encouragement to them at the radio station. Let them know you're listening. Support them in prayer. Support them how the Lord leads you because local radio is powerful. It is very, very powerful and so glad to be a part of it. Well, Linda has been holding, so we want to go to Linda in Denver. Hi, Linda. Hi, Jeff. Thank you for uh, taking my call. I was Absolutely. calling in to ask for prayer for my cousin Phyllis and her family. They live in Florida, in Miami, Florida. Uh, with that being said, I know when we pray for one, we pray for all. So I would like to 
pray for everyone who is affected by in the path of this oncoming um, tornado in Florida. Yeah, and um, this this hurricane, I, I know the latest was it's going to go somewhere between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. It looks around Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale, Melbourne um, is going to take the brunt, but it's going to affect the whole state. And um, and a powerful, powerful storm. So we're definitely going to pray. You say you have relatives in Miami, was it? My Linda? cousin and her family. Yes, my cousin, uh, her husband, and her her daughters in, in Florida. Have you had a chance to talk to them, or? I have not. I was listening in my car, uh, listening to all the people asking for prayer and whatnot. And, and I know that you have already yeah. prayed uh, once for the people in Florida. And I told her I sent her a text message, and I said I'm going to pray I- for you. But I said, while I'm going to pray for you individually, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Jeff to pray for her as well and everybody else yeah. in Florida. Absolutely, and and they need our prayer because this is, you know, you, you know, we have storms here in Colorado, but I can't imagine a Category 4 hurricane. We've never been in something like that. And, uh, you know, it says it could be one of the top 10 worst storms to hit Florida uh, ever recorded, and so we're just going to pray for them, and I'm sure that your relatives are. There's a lot of preparation, and they're busy in doing that, and um, and so uh, we just need to remember them this weekend. And so, Father, we do as Linda has called in. She has family in Miami. I just ask that you would keep them safe, uh, Lord. That the preparations that they're now making, because we're about 48 hours from that storm hitting, and um, I just ask that you would provide for them. They would be in a place of safety. And, and, and Lord, that that storm, even as we've already prayed, would weaken um, instead of strengthen uh, as it gets closer to Florida. I do pray for those who are evacuating, that they would be able to get out safely. I pray for those who are staying, that you would keep them safe. And, Lord, for all those in this, this um, major hurricane that has taken place, and Lord, also just all the stress that comes with it and the turmoil and the preparation. Uh, Lord, and I pray that the Christians would be ready to minister during this, this storm. Um, when it's over, um, that they would be able to rebuild, restore, get power up, get food in, be able to help the people, Lord. Uh, we just pray for all these things. And Lord, they're on our heart, the people of Florida, during this time. And uh, we pray for Linda's family. We pray for all the people that are there, millions of them, that are are in the pathway of this storm. And uh, we just lift them up for you, uh, Lord, to put a covering and protection and show your grace and mercy to Florida right now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. God bless. You're welcome. Yeah, we'll be praying, okay? All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor. Bye. You know, um, it's it's hard to know when you look at the models where the hurricane's going. Um, it, it can kind of go all over the place, but a lot of them are showing southern Florida, and uh, so we want to continue to pray for them. Hey, we have all open lines today, so we've got plenty of time. Give me a call. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs, and uh, we have the number to give to you. Once again, it is 303-690-3000. All open lines. The text line is 720-336-0897. 
when we were doing the break, for those of you listening on uh, Grace FM, um, that we um, were hearing the advertisement for the Refresh Conference. And I want to encourage you, if you're in ministry, um, to look at that. Go on calvaryaurora.org, uh, the website, and look at Refresh. It's next month, and and uh, hope you can join Friday and Saturday uh, of the first weekend in October, and they'll give you the exact dates and times, and you can register for that. It's going to be a tremendous blessing, and it is um, for those of you in ministry and involved in ministry, and I know we got a number of people up here in Greeley that are going to be going down, and, and then Passion's going to be playing. So it's going to be a great time, um, and uh, would love to have you guys go. I know uh, we're thankful for that for the staff at Calvary Church in Aurora. Thankful for Pastor Ed for putting this on. Looking forward to it. So be sure to look at that. Pray about going, and um, and I know that it's going to be a blessing for those of us who serve the Lord. And one of the things that we need more than anything in the day in which we're living in is we need to be encouraged. We need to be encouraged in our ministries uh, because it can get hard, it gets weary, and uh, to be refreshed and renewed in the things of the Lord, um, which will take place at this conference, is going to be a tremendous blessing and benefit. So be sure to look it up again, calvaryaurora.org, and the Refresh Conference, go to the link, and they'll, uh, um, you'll have the place there where you can register. Hope to see you there next month. But uh, in the meantime, let's go to Ashley in Aurora. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for calling in. Good, good. Um, so I'm kind of like in a rut. I'm, I was just wondering because I do, for the past um, four years, I've done the Operation Christmas Child. And I, um, I know you guys are like, you guys support that ministry. And mm-hmm. um, this year, last year, I was a sponsor, and so I got people from my family and friends to come through and, um, you know, give boxes, and so we did the drop-off and all that fun stuff. And so this year, like, I, I got a job, and, and I've just been super blessed, and um, I was just kind of, you know, I was like, I'm excited about it. I, you know, spent some money trying to get these boxes ready for the kids and stuff, and I was thinking, well, maybe I'll take it to work, and then <clears throat> I talked to my manager, and he was like, well, give me the brochures, and we'll see, you know, I was like, maybe, you know, if anybody's interested, people could participate here, and he was like, yeah, you know, so I got him the brochures, and he's like, well, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of religion in it, and, you know, maybe we can make flyers, like, with without the religion and stuff, and so in my head, I'm like, should I pull from this completely, because I don't want it to jeopardize my job, you know, but at the same right. time, like, I'm really heavy on it, like, I this is something I do and I've done for the past couple of years. And this is the biggest year that I've had on my part. I figure, you know, God has blessed me so much with everything he's given me that, you know, a couple hundred dollars is not going to kill me to give to the kids, you know? And so, yeah. um, in my head though, you know, I was like going to take it to work and I was excited about it. And I'm like, well, you know, I want to make these brochures, but then, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, well, you know, nobody has, you know, they just want to give, I was like, I'll do the thing. I'll pray over the boxes, you know, but then, in my heart, I'm like, you know, should I even be taking it to work? Like, should I, I, I just, I don't, I really don't know what to do. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just, sure. I need prayer. <laughs> yeah, Ashley, there's nothing wrong with taking it to work. And, you know, you probably threw your <laughs> boss a little bit, um, you know, um, 
he 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 probably doesn't know what to do with it. Never heard of it. We have, you know, we are very involved with OCC. Uh, we've been the collection place um, for Greeley and Weld County, where all the shoe boxes come in, thousands of shoe boxes during the mm-hmm. week of, of of district. You know, when they gather and we get them ready to take down to Denver to the distribution center. Um, you will we'll never look at another shoebox in the same way. All the years we've been doing this, I think it's been 16, 17 years now. And mm-hmm. it's a tremendous blessing. It's a tremendous ministry. The, the, the thing I like about it, and it's kind of leading up to, um, you know, answering your question, but, uh, you know, what we do here is um, it is uh, an opportunity to give the gospel. Um it's a blessing to those kids in third world countries that are going to get just these little simple gifts. But I, I think just in the honesty and the integrity of the ministry, um, you don't want to take the religious stuff out like your boss suggested. And if they don't want to do it, that's okay. Maybe there's some there that they want to do it on their own. Um, you don't have to do it as a work thing. Um, but I think it's important for them to know that the gospel is going to be presented and um, it is going to be a part of that. It's okay Absolutely. to ask, Ashley. It's okay. Don't feel bad about it. And if it doesn't work out, um, it doesn't work out. But it may, yeah. you know, just, you know, for some people, it just may kind of, hey, I, we want to do this. How can we be involved? And then you can steer them to the right direction you know, of where to get a shoebox at a church, where to take it to, um, because there's churches all over Aurora or all over, you know, the metro area or northern Colorado, uh, you know, all over the listening area, they, they can go and get a shoebox and they can be a part of it. And it's an opportunity for you then to be able to minister to others there at work. Um, and I encourage people, you know, take your kids. This is a great way to introduce to your children missions um, and go and get the stuff together. I even encourage, you know, the kids out of their allowance, you know, some parents (laughs) say, Hey, why don't you learn to give, you know, and support and to sponsor. So there's powerful, important lessons and to put the shoebox together as parent and child to pray for that shoebox. And we're very involved. We have ladies, matter of fact, actually, that so all year long from, you know, get together and they sew shorts and little dresses and dolls for the shoe boxes. I mean, it's a powerful ministry, but you want to keep the integrity of the ministry Absolutely. intact yeah. and, 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 and what they're doing. And, you know, if your boss struggles with it, that's okay. Um, yeah. You know, but just minister to those that you can. And, um, and I wouldn't push it or, you know, all of this, and there may be those who want to do it. So there's nothing wrong with introducing it. Perfect. And that's the thing is, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm super excited about it. I'm like, you know, like I went out and I purchased boxes because I'm like, you know, I'm trying to get everybody to get shoe boxes together. It's kind of hard to do. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to purchase some boxes and then we'll go from there. And so in my head, though, like, you know, I kind of went a little crazy on all the stuff for the kids. So in my head, too, now I'm like, you know, cause you have to, you have to have the nine dollars to put into the box for it to get shipped out. And right now, that's what I was calling also to get prayer about is 
Um, yeah. You know, maybe getting prayer to get that money to send the box of food. Right now, like, I have probably, I mean, I have so much stuff right now that I probably at least have um, enough stuff for at least 15-plus boxes, maybe even 20, yeah. um, just on my own. But I don't really, because I spent so much on the stuff that goes inside the boxes, I don't really have the money to um, to give to, the like, the $9 each box, you know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I just want to get prayer for that, you know, that that will come and... You know, and I'm, I'm, okay. I don't know how that works on your guys' end. If, if you know, the boxes don't have that money, mm-hmm. how it's, um, you know, how it gets out without that money. or You know yeah. what I'm saying? We do it case-by-case basis. But, Ashley, you know, we're going to pray that the Lord provides. And, um, you know, and if you have a need, you know, to talk to your church or you can get a hold of me. And uh, But let's see what the Lord does, okay? So, Father, I pray for Ashley. I pray that as she has these boxes, um, that, um, Lord, you've put it on her heart to put it together. And as she desires to sponsor these boxes, that you would provide uh, for those boxes to be sponsored, that you be with her. She hearts, has the heart to do this because you're the one um, that uh, where you guide, you provide, and that she would just have a rest that that would take place. And so I pray that you would just give her peace as we are in September. You provide the right person at the right time or the right funds or whatever the case may be. And so, Lord, this is this is your ministry. And I thank you that we get to be a part of it and the heart that Ashley has for it. And uh, that maybe that there are those at work that will be a part of it, that she would see you working over the next days and weeks as we get ready in about three months for distribution. And so, Lord, just be with Ashley. Show her, you know, how you provide and, and just speak to her heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor, I appreciate it. Have a good day. You bet, Ashley. You have a great weekend, okay? It's great ministry, OCC. So shoe boxes will be coming out in October. I know it's we're still in the last days of August, but, uh, hey, we're going to be getting there quick. It's a wonderful ministry. So uh, let's go to line two to Ryder. Ryder? Huh? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? I'm good. You know, I really appreciate you calling. Thank you. You have a question for me? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, why didn't God just not create the tree of knowledge and good and evil if he knew that Adam and Eve were going to sin by eating you the know, fruit? That's a really good question, Ryder. Really good question. I wonder that myself sometimes. And, and you know, this weekend, Ryder, um, I got a large yard. I got a whole acre. Um, and I have to pull weeds. And I have to, you know, mow the lawn. And there's a lot of stickers and stuff like that. And every time I have to go out and pull weeds, and every time I have to deal with the stickers and stuff, I think, Lord, why did you make that tree? <laughs> why did you make it for Adam's sin? And now we live in a a world of sin and death, right? So, Ryder, I think that the simplest answer that I have is God made it to where we have a choice, and they had a choice whether to obey God or whether to disobey. And one of the things that that we as human beings have is a choice, whether we're going to believe in God or not. He doesn't force us to believe in him. He doesn't force us to, to love him. 
He doesn't force us to, to walk in obedience. And there was a choice that Adam had. And, you know, um, one of the things that you'll learn as you get older is love demands a choice. And, um, and Adam had a choice whether to obey or not. He, he doesn't make us puppets, you know. We're not robots. Um, but he gave us a choice. And Adam, representing mankind, made the choice to rebel. And that's when sin and death came into the world. And um, so that's the best answer that I have for you, Ryder. Okay, thank you. Hey, thanks for calling in. You keep asking those questions, all right? All right. Thank you so much. It blesses me when our young people call in. Ryder, you have a great weekend, all right? All right. Love it. I love it when children call and the questions they have. It's 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 amazing. They're... Uh, they're thinking and they're asking good questions, and that's a good question. Why did the Lord do that? And um, and so um, you know, one of the things that that we place here at Calvary Greeley is the importance of children's ministry to get the kids grounded in the Word of God. They need that so desperately, and so um, we we place a, a very important emphasis and priority on children's ministry and our youth and our kids knowing the Word of God and. And that there was an Adam, there was an Eve, there was a beginning, um, there was the Garden of Eden. All that is true. And just as writers asking, and why did God, you know, create the tree of knowledge of good and evil? And uh, those are very good questions. So, so blessed by that. Hey, we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Let me see where I'm at. We have Ebony in New Jersey. Hi, Ebony. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for calling in. Yes, thanks for having me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I have a dilemma. <laughs> okay. So I've been working on having or practicing faith and mm-hmm. actively trusting in God and not trying to create plan Bs just in case God's plan yeah. doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? Like I the, do. I know what you, you know? mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, right now, I, I was um, recently working for an agency um, that is in my desired field, um, and I was working yeah. for them, and because I wouldn't do the illegal things that they wanted me to do, um, they started treating me very nasty, and um, they, yes, yeah, so I was treated very badly, and they were trying to find ways to get me out of there and trying to find fault in what I was doing, and they couldn't. So, and mind you, all of this time I'm pregnant, so the owner, she was verbally abusing me. She was really trying to get me out of there, really trying to test me, and trying to, you know, rile me up to get myself out of there, you know. Um, And every day she would do this. So then uh, I started having preterm contractions, so my doctor pulled me out on maternity leave early, so then when it was time for me to return back to work, the, my boss laid me off. Okay. So this, I was laid off in May. So since then, I've been uh, looking for employment while I've been unemployed. And I've, I'm also in school full time. And then I'm at home with my kids. So I, I felt that it would be better for me to work from home. But it's hard to find a work from home job. <laughs> so... 
I've been asking God for guidance with this because I've been also trying to figure out how to ask God for things and wait patiently, but also trying to figure out what is in his will for me while I'm asking for these things, you know, but I don't want to ask for something. And then it's like, okay, really? You're asking for that? No, just work hard until something happens for you, you know? Right. Um, so I, I'm trying, while I'm trying to figure that out, I, I asked God to bless me with that, but I'm still going to interviews for jobs that aren't work from home based, you know? So yeah. I was like, yeah. does that mean I'm not trusting in God if I, and it seems no. like a silly tr- question, but with me trying to practice faith and trying to just trust in him and leave it all to him, but also doing my work, right. is, is, right. am I technically not yeah. trusting in him if I go to those interviews or take those jobs that aren't no. work from home base, you know? No. And, and I think here's the thing because, um, he wants us to, to trust in him, but you know, you're moving forward in certain areas. And, and I, what I'm thinking of is James. James says, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts like a wave sea driven and tossed by the wind. So he's saying, listen, and I think hearing you, Ebony, that you need wisdom right now. You, you're trusting in the Lord, but you're being active, um, and you're moving forward. And if, if the Lord wants to change course, he'll let you know. And you're in a place where you're waiting on the Lord as well. And so you continue to keep doing what it is that you're doing. And one of the things that Paul— um, says in Colossians 3, he says that may the peace of God rule in your heart. And as you're moving forward, talking to others, making plans because your unemployment's running out, because you need to get a job, all these things, the Lord's going to guide you and direct you. And I can't help but think about a good chapter for you to read is Isaiah chapter 30. And in Isaiah chapter 30, um, he, the Lord is speaking to the children of Israel, trying to get them to turn to him for counsel. And he says to them, first of all, in returning and rest, you shall be saved, and quietness and confidence shall be your strength. So first of all, you go to him. So you keep going to him. Lord, is this what I'm to do? I'm going to move forward. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to keep taking, you know, um, being um, proactive in this. And, And then as you go to him, then you wait on him. Verse 18, therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. Blessed are all those who wait for him. So first you go to him. Second of all, you wait on him. And then thirdly, the promise is given that you're going to hear from him, that your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, whether you turn to the right hand or whether you turn to the left hand. And uh, so you go to him. You wait on him, and then you're going to hear from him. But here's the thing. You're not lacking faith because you're moving forward. And I know there is that line of, Lord, am I trying to do my own thing? But Mm -hmm. um, I think he'll give you that peace that rules in your heart. If you're not supposed to go, you know, you're not going to have that peace. Um, Mm -hmm. So the Lord's going to direct you and guide you um, on that. And if you lack wisdom, go to him, and he'll give it to you. Ask in faith. And mm-hmm. he's going to give it to you. So all those play a key. And just listening to you, Ebony, I th- I think that you're doing what you feel like you need to do. 
and um, and the Lord guides us. It's hard to guide somebody when you're standing still. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sometimes we need to partner with the Lord and move forward in something, and then he guides us along the way or tells us to stop. Um, but I think that he'll speak to you that, you know, um, you, I'm not going to give you a piece about this. Um, you're not to go for these interviews or, you know, I'm going to show you the right job. And, and that's the wonderful thing about being a Christian is that we have the Holy Spirit to direct us and guide us and be a voice saying this is the way go to the right or go to the left. And, and I believe he's yeah. going to do that for you. Does that help? Yeah. Yes, uh, greatly, because there was even a time, actually, uh, and this will be the last thing before I ask for a prayer request, um, my boyfriend was actually kind of freaking out, because we're both trying to practice faith and getting closer yeah. to God, and uh, keep... he grew up kind of Catholic, um, but he's trying to not <laughs> okay. think that way anymore, you know, but just getting okay. closer to God the right way. Um, well... Let me pray with you. We're going to go off there in about 60 seconds. So let me pray with you right now. So, Father, I pray for Ebony, she, her and her boyfriend, Lord, working in their lives, that they would draw close to you, that they would trust in you, and then rest in what you're doing in their lives. So, Lord, speak to their hearts. Be a voice behind Ebony saying, this is the way walk in it. As she goes to you, as she's waiting on you, as she's moving forward in what you have for her, and, Lord, provide for her and Lord, just um, help her to look to you, not only having faith in you, but resting in what you're doing as she trusts in you. So, Lord, do this work. Show yourself strong on her behalf. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, Ebony, Amen. we'll keep thank praying, you. okay? God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank hey, you. Thank you. You bet. Everybody keep praying for those in Florida. And have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Calvary Live. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.